Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. This week on the program, we're going to be talking about those social media photos that we've been seeing uh, from Jason Reitman and Finn Wolfhard, Logan Kim, uh, Celeste O'Connor. What, what are they doing on the Sony Pictures lot? Chris and I are going to get into that and try to speculate and see what we can't figure out. We'll also be talking about Rick Moranis' unfortunate run-in uh, in New York City, uh, an update there and how you can help. We'll also be talking about Ross May's awesome October trivia facts. Chris is going to do a little bit of math. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keyboard? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Um, well, let's let's quickly let's let's talk about what everybody's on uh, fresh on their minds. And if it's not fresh on their minds, everybody's like, "What?" We had a couple people on social media that were like, "What are you guys talking about?" Yeah, the problem is every time it comes up, and you try to be gentle about it, about eight more people go, "Wait, what?" And then the conversation <laughs> grows, and then it becomes another and then thing. It so it becomes a cacophony. Uh, starting on Thursday and Friday of last week, we saw Logan Kim and Celeste O'Connor heading to Los Angeles. Um, you know, they're very active on their Instagram accounts. Um, and uh, lo and behold, then Jason Reitman posts a photo of himself on Monday with, you know, directing 2020 where he's wearing the face shield and the mask. Um, this is after he posts a, um, a patch of the Moogly, the no ghost logo with a mask on as well. Um, you know, some sort of a, a crew gift of, of some sort. Um, at any rate, we do know uh, that Finn Wolfhard, Celeste O'Connor, and Logan Kim, at the very least, those three, thanks to social media, we know were f- doing something on the Sony lot. Uh, we also know that Celeste and Logan both got awesome element skateboards, which um, I'm very jealous of. I, I don't know. I know, right? I'm like, I, I've been looking for those things. I found one shop in Scandinavia that has the uh, the Slimer board, and it's going to be like $400 to send. It's ridiculous. Um, There's a certain point you just got to go punk rock, go buy yourself a blind board, and then Ghostbuster it up yourself. And just make really? my own. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm too lazy to do that. Uh, oh, but uh, I always wanted to do that. So the question is, Maybe what are they doing on the on the Sony lot? And the answer is, we have no idea. It could be anything, and they could be doing ADR. They could be doing um, a promo shoot. Like they could be doing their their EPK interviews for the DVD. Um, the fact that Jason Reitman says he's directing. That to me, I kind of raised an eyebrow. Like they're shooting something. I feel like they're shooting, you know, uh, a, a trailer, uh, a, a cutscene, like a, a an, an end credits, like Marvel tag, or maybe. But something. if it's ADR, the director can still guide a little bit, right? Yeah. I need you to say this. Can you be a bit more scared? Uh, but especially during Whatever. a pandemic, you can do ADR from anywhere. You can ISDN in. That's from, true. Like if if Logan Kim is, I think. Where is Logan from? Is he's from like Minnesota or something? He could be remote. And is he? I thought he was Canadian for some oh, reason. Oh, is he Canadian? Yeah, maybe. Um, but 
you know, it's it, especially you know Logan being a, a, a youngin too. It's like you're traveling him in, and um, I think he's still a minor. So there's there's a lot of, of logistics to employ a minor and and bring them out and travel them and things like that. So uh, it could be ADR. Could be. I mean, and some people were saying like it could be reshoots or pickup shoots, but then others pointed out that. Um, you know, Celeste uh, still looks the same because she's actually 20. What did we say? She's 21, even though she. Uh, I didn't look it up. Looks like honestly. 17, 18. I think she's she's in her 20s, and then yeah. Lo- but Logan looks a lot different than he did last July. You know, obviously it's like Stranger Things. You go from season two to season three, and everybody looks like uh, the aspect ratio is wrong. They all got tall out of nowhere. Um, uh, yeah, which again lends itself to your suggestion that it's. Um, like maybe it's just some pickup insert shots because that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, if it's you know, just it, over the shoulder hands, um, but again, you yeah, could do any. You, you could have any. You can still photo even do double. it like yeah, yeah. Well, and why? Why would um, you? Again, why would you travel them out here for that? So, I mean, in in my be, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say in in my imagination, I'm you know knowing that Jason uh, went to such great lengths to create that that teaser trailer. Um, mm-hmm. that was the announcement video for the movie. I'm hoping that this is something, you know, akin to the, um, if you remember Back to the Future, the original teaser trailer was nothing from the movie. It was, you know, that wind up of all the cool, like, gack inside the DeLorean, and then, like, a, an unseen uh, a woman walks up to the DeLorean, and he rolls down the window, and you see Michael J. Fox with the sunglasses on, and she asks him where he headed, and he goes, about 50 years, and that was the teaser trailer um, I'm hoping maybe they're doing something like that. Maybe this is like kind of an abstract teaser trailer that's not going to give away anything about the movie, um, but is also going to give yeah. us something to tide us over. But who knows? Or just prepping, um, uh, you know, materials for social media, like a proper PR push on social yeah. media. Maybe. Uh, I mean, that's uh, uh, my money. Everybody's all still, about the. I'm putting my money on a music video. That would make think, sense. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a soundtrack. There will be pop song attached to it. That's just how these things are done these days. Uh, and I can think of no better movie to just, or maybe you know they can reference uh, the old. Uh, mu- oh man, do a 2020 and- music video complete with neon. I'd love that. <laughs> what if, what if it is like a one to one remake of the Ray Parker Jr. video with with the cast? But it's just I would I'd be so there for that. <laughs> I'm totally I mean, I think, for that. Uh, suggesting that it's a music video is so crazy that it might actually be what it what they're doing because nobody's doing music videos anymore. Nobody's doing the city no. of crime, Dan Aykroyd, Tom Hanks music video anymore. That uh, this is something that would be completely out of the norm. Um, now that said, is that something you drag a bunch of kids to? You know, in a pandemic to L.A. to do sort of thing. No, maybe not. I mean, if they were game for it, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, That's why I I feel like it has to be tied into the main movie some way, somehow, because they're obviously spending money on it. And it is obviously something that they want to have a production. I mean, look, Jurassic World just shut down for two weeks ago. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got Batman shut down and Jurassic World had to shut down. Um, it, it's it's very difficult to do production right now because you have to go through all of these hoops. I mean, I, I say you have to jump through all of these hoops, but they are for people's protection. They're for people mm-hmm. to remain safe. Um, but it just makes things more difficult. And making movies is already difficult enough as it is. Uh, that I don't know. 
I'll tell you this. So they moved big things. Bonds moved. Um, Batman. The Batman's moved to not next year, but the year after. Dune has moved. Everything has moved at this point. All yeah. of the Disney movies, all the Marvel movies have moved. Everything has moved. I'll tell you this. Even if it's not March, if they can get Ghostbusters open in 2021, I think just on the f- basis that so many other big ticket, you know, blockbuster type movies have have fled to 2022, I think Ghostbusters is going to clean up. Get your bets into Vegas now. Ghostbusters is going to be the biggest movie of the year. I, I mean, again, I hate to, and I only say that semi facetiously, to be honest. So. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a broken record because this is kind of what we've been talking about now for like four episodes, but does the movie move? We've talked about this multiple times. Um, some, somebody on our social media, I think it was on our Twitter account mentioned that they thought they're filming some sort of like an announcement, like, Hey, the movie is moving to uh, October of 2021 or 2022 or, um, something to that effect. Do you think that this is now kind of indicative that they're going to move if, if they're filming something for the movie, that means they're opening the movie back up. That means you've got to redo the mix. Yeah. You've got to redo any of the DCPs and the prints that you've created. Um, you, you, you've, if you've opened up the movie, you've opened up probably like three to four months worth of post-production work to finish the movie again. So mm-hmm. uh, does that, I mean, if we're, we're talking about somebody was very quick to point out on our new YouTube uh, channel that we're actually five months, exactly five months out as we're recording this uh, right mm-hmm. now. So, um, I don't, I mean, do you think that that means that they're going to move the film? I don't know. I kind of meme joked a week or a couple weeks ago, um, that Ghostbusters is opens up in Q1 of 2021 and they're already talking that the world won't go back to normal until Q4, at which point it's not that big of a leap to go, Oh boy. <laughs> There's a good chance marches. I'll be honest with you, five months out, and they're still talking about things like, you know, the numbers have not started to go no. down, and they keep talking like winter is going to exacerbate things, uh, well, because all uh, of a sudden the out- outdoor element is gone. Um, yeah, I, I feel like we're still so far out from turning the boat around on, on the pandemic itself that talking about opening movie theaters is premature. Even, even March is just... Yeah, uh, uh, Regal Cinemas uh, and their parent company shutting all of their theaters down because mm. they they were holding on to that thread that was no time to die, and then Bond vacated that December uh, mm-hmm. release date, and they're like, "Well, just kidding, we're going to close all our theaters down then because we can't we can't keep showing catalog titles, we can't keep showing you know uh, whatever the whatever productions the studios are still able to to get out there." Yeah. So what so are we gonna exactly. do? Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't want to bum people out, but at the same time, people may want to come to grips with the fact that March is March fifth is not a. It's not even like no. late March. It's January, February, <laughs> and then we're there. Okay, March fifth. Um, and that takes into a like, and let's just be very, very frank here. That's we're one month away from American Thanksgiving. So that's a big, you know, everybody get together for you guys. Yeah. Uh, followed by Christmas, which is everybody gets together for a two week period, seeing lots of people and we don't know who's going to follow and not follow. And then once, you know, January one hits, Milt Anglin is out this year, by the way, he's <laughs> taking no bets on nothing. 
Um, <laughs> How could Milt predict the future at this point? <laughs> I'm looking back at last year's Milt Anglin predictions, and guess what? He way off. Sorry, Milty. Uh, you, you just lost your book deal for 2021. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> Milt Anglin, 2021, WTF, question mark. Um, I was wrong. The Milt Anglin story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What can I say? Milt Anglin. Um, yeah, so we get New Year's again. Another everybody wants to party and get together. We don't know how much that's going to be followed. Give it two weeks to mid-January to see what's bumping. And then you're a month and a half away from when Ghostbusters is yeah. supposed to open. Like, that's too short. If anything goes sideways in any of those those holiday periods, and let's be honest... <laughs> We've all proven to be jerks in the long weekends. We yeah. screwed up on long weekends, let alone major family uh, gathering yeah, holidays. Huge so, holidays. Um, yeah. um, so I, I think I it's very know. real. I don't want to. I don't want to steal his thunder, but I know that Craig um, of Yes Have Some came up with the theory. Now that Jurassic Park has moved, it was in that June 11th of 2021 spot. Um, mm-hmm. Traditionally, a Ghostbusters uh, release date weekend. Uh, Ghostbusters one, Ghostbusters yes. two, June release dates. Um, so I, I think he's, he's on to something. I'll take that bet. Cowboy. Um, it's a, it's a solid one too. Moving it out to, so that's January, March, still, May, June. So that's late Q2. It buys him a couple months. Um, just, it just buys for him things a couple to change months, up. And if everything is solid, that means it'll be one of the first big movies once the theaters start opening up yeah. again. And I think, I think people are just going to crush it to, to go. And let's be honest, if you're told, yeah, you've been stuck in the house for a year, you want to go see a movie, what's playing? Ghostbusters. I think most yeah. of the world will go, even people who are like, eh, on Ghostbuster type movies will go, done, let's go. And all the more reason that they're, they're holding all the cards here. They, they don't want to rush it because I would feel like if, if I have a finished Ghostbusters movie that everybody seems pretty gung-ho about, everybody feels pretty highly, uh, speaks, speaks very highly of the film um, that's seen it, um, so why rush it? Why put it out? It's the same thing with no time to die. And it's, it, I think tenant really was that first pancake on the griddle that they were able to kind of take a look at and be like, look, it's a good movie. It's not going to do the box office numbers. And if you don't have enough word of mouth, people going to see it, it it's just not going to have this, the splash that you need it to have. And we're in the unique position that we have stuff that's finished and we can release it. Why, why hurry? Because now they're yeah. going to be, uh, you know, again, I hate to keep coming back to Jurassic park, but Jurassic world, um, is not going to be released now until 2022. Cause they can't finish the movie. You know, Batman yeah. is not going to release cause they can't finish the movie. So let's, uh, yeah. And here's, here's the thing. Um, when it comes to this new ghostbusters, if you want to keep ghostbusters as a, a viable recurring franchise, especially with this new, let's get the main timeline up and running sort of thing. You really don't want to get a second kind of okay in a row, right? Yeah. Afterlife people will debate it to no end. Let's not dive into it sort of thing. But you know, the armchair wizards think that it was a complete financial failure where at best it was a financial meh. There was no, let's, let's put it this way, by the way, this new one was not getting made if the last one was a complete no oh, financial you, you failure. Mean an- so. Answer the call being a uh, financial exactly. failure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. But gotcha. yeah. it's fair to say that it didn't exactly, like, you know, set the world on fire uh, box office wise. And if you do a second Ghostbusters movie that's just sort of, 
Well, nobody's grading on a curve, right? If in the end of this it goes out and it just sort of, yeah, it did okay. I don't. When do we see another one? Who knows, right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, um, at the end of the day, we are finally getting a new Ghostbusters film. We're fi- whatever they're filming on the lot this past weekend, or, or shooting, or recording, or whatever's happening. Let's just say music video will be new. It'll be something new and and exciting. And I, I to me, I think the biggest bummer to me would be if this new Ghostbusters movie finally comes out after all of this waiting, and none of the theaters around me are open to go see it. And, and there's a pandemic going on and it's not safe for me to go see the movie anyway. And, you know, Bill and Ted was something special in the sense that it was not a movie that we necessarily had to see in theaters. It also came at a, at a time where we, I mean, this, it was like halfway through the six months that we are currently into. And it was kind of like a good uplifting. I'm at home, I'm watching a movie, I'm making a a big moment out of this, but you know, after 30 years of waiting, man, I, it would kill me if Ghostbusters is on the screen out there that I haven't seen and I can't get to it and I can't see it. Um, and I say, I say kill me and yeah. I didn't mean that was a poor choice of words. I should never run for politics or be a politician. But uh, you, know, you know what I mean. It would, just, it would be heartbreaking to me. It wouldn't kill me. It would stop um, my heart if I couldn't catch it. In theaters. What? You know what I mean. Why, why are you booing at me? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I it. know this is very. My serious. presidency is over. God, every, everything is so heavy, and everything you have to. I'm just so. I'm so tired, Chris. I'm so tired. We're all so tired. Um, I would be choked up and congested, <laughs> and sniffly if I, I couldn't see this movie. I would have pink eye, and flies would land in my hair. And all right, now we're getting too far into it. Uh-huh. But, uh, oh, boy. So so anyway, so uh, again, stay tuned. I'm sure that we'll we'll have clarity. I know that a lot of people have pointed out. Look, traditionally October, uh, Halloween being what it is. Uh, by the way, when did we start calling it the spooky season? Like that, I saw that on John Oliver this past weekend, and then it, it, people on social media picked up on it too. It's like I, I, this is like a new thing. It's the spooky. This season. is a social media thing. I've Whatever. seen it the last handful of years on places like Imgur and all that they call it the spooky, the spooky season, season. And all this, so um, um you know there's yeah, a thought there could for be, people filming yeah you want do you want you want to think you want to you want to hear weird for for why they're there tell me weird yeah what do we got weird so <laughs> what if just what if and you said like a little webisode or whatever what if they shot a movie with the kid actors who now look about a year older in a little Whoa. short film set a year after the movie we still haven't seen yet that references stuff but gives nothing away. It gets us excited and gives us some stuff to play around with and all that, maybe even hints at some things. I was going to say, or, or this is not, I mean, I, I've been under the assumption this is something we're going to see either before or during the movie release, but maybe they're filming something to come out right afterwards. Like maybe it's a nice little short film that like one <laughs> year later, or, or, oh God, what if they're shooting... What if it? What if there is like an end credits scene setup, that says right? one year later, and then well, we see whatever it is that they filmed? Apparently, they've shown the the the, the like the studio crew and not, like they've shown the the heads. They all are big on it. I don't think any of them think that uh, any failure in this movie will have anything to do with the movie they've made. Rather, it'll just be the time period they're trying to put it sure. out in. So who knows? Somebody may wow. have said conditionally, oh, get ready for the next one. And at which point Jason Reitman goes, well, I got time to think of something clever. And kids who are now physically a year, look a year older. Why don't we shoot why an not? end credit sequence to 
So, so then my question to that would be, we haven't seen McKenna, like the, again, this is all based upon stuff that we've seen on their Instagrams, knowing that they're in town. We haven't seen McKenna Grace in town. Is it, is it feasible? I mean, I'm sure that they could be there filming. It's just that we haven't seen them on social media. So we have no idea yeah. of knowing their whereabouts. Um, She's a little social media, uh, ish when but, she like uh, Instagram me when she was yeah. shooting the Ghostbusters. So, but not as much, not as much as like, uh, you know, Logan, she and Logan were, you know, uh, you know, two peas in a pod when they were filming last summer. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like if they were out having dinner or something right now, you would probably see them posting something on social media, but mind you, that was only just a few days ago. Maybe whatever part they need her for. Is they could be like filming it right now as we speak. Or, right. Yeah, she hasn't yeah. shown up yet. Right. <laughs> Let me check a my Instagram. Filming. Hold on everybody. I'm going to check. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, so, it could yeah. be. Um, and, and again, Paul Rudd, maybe some of the other cast could have, could have possibly been there. We just have no idea. This is again, this is all based upon Instagram stories. What a weird world we live in right now where the news is like, I saw this person in this place. What does it mean? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, once that came out, I did a little digging too. And, um, uh, it's funny, uh, pro tip, you can go to Instagram and you can actually search for a location. Uh, and I specifically went looking for recent posts from, uh, on the lot, from, uh, on from the, the lot. lot, yeah, uh, yeah, and it was, uh, you know, Logan and Celeste, and then a bunch of people being very excited to do sound recording and mixing, yeah. which I got excited about, and then uh, checked the name and figured, oh, it's actually probably the new Car- or Venom movie. <laughs> so, well, I, f- I feel but like still. every time when I do the the geo whatever the geo search on Instagram is, yeah. it, it's just always Instagram influencers out in front of the Sony Pictures lot because they really like that white wall that's around. Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, <laughs> that's mm. all I ever see, and so I've I've stopped doing that. But who is this? What are they there for? What? Uh, Why? Yeah, but uh, so you um, know, okay. So let's uh, music video ten percent. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna pull up. We we were doing an unofficial. Uh, um, yeah, what's your poll, poll here? And the poll was was this. This was what we kind of we speculated. We said, out of the four choices that we thought these possibly could be, it could be a reshoot or a pickup or like an end credits scene, like a Marvel tag at the end of the credits or something. So that was right. one. Uh, number two was a trailer or a promo of some s- sort. Um, you know, maybe this is like the the Back to the Future trailer I mentioned, or maybe some sort of like marketing thing. Uh, the third one, which we haven't talked about yet is maybe a VR or some sort of experiential video knowing, uh, you know, we, we haven't talked about, I don't know what's going on with the void. I don't know how they are faring during COVID at the moment. Um, but maybe yeah. they're filming some sort of new intro video for the void and they've redone the void experience to be afterlife centric or, or something. So it's it's quite possible that's the film that you see like if if any of you out there did the void uh rogue one experience where you see um uh, uh diego luna uh, doing the introduction at the very beginning of of that maybe they were doing something like that or number four a music video so <laughs> and, and the music video is just sort of like i yeah that, that would make sense right um so at the end of this is with 260 votes uh and i was a, a dope and i put the wrong date i thought it was going to end tonight as we recorded this but it ends tomorrow night because time ha- is a construct at the moment uh 40 think that it's a reshoot a pickup or a credit scene uh 45 think that it's a trailer some sort of marketing promo Seven percent think it's a VR or experiential video, and eight percent think that it's a music video. 
Um, and, and the good news is that with a cross section of 260 votes, that's a lot more than we usually get on our polls because a lot of people picked it up. Uh, there was a slow news day <laughs> online for some reason. Uh, so we got a lot of people that we ordinarily don't have, uh, you know, outside of our, our social media bubble. Um, but so it seems like overwhelmingly people think that this is some, some sort of a, a marketing thing, a promo trailery thing. Uh, but I guess not Which overwhelmingly. Which is the safest bet. Be Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's as safe as it gets. But so, I like to I'd like to put money down on uh, they're 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 doubling down on the future. Yeah. They're preparing they're preparing for afterlife and beyond. Yeah, totally. So stay tuned. Uh, I'm sure we'll have clarity on on that soon and uh we'll I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm hoping for something around Halloween. I know that there's a lot of speculation out there that there will be something like a poster or a trailer or something around Halloween and uh I hope Hope to be. I hope that's the case because that will give us a, a little bit of something to talk about here on the podcast. But at the same time, just a you know a little glimpse uh, behind the curtain would be would be fun. Um, so wh- one other thing I want to talk about. We're talking about the future. I do want to talk about the past a little bit. Um, our good friend Ross May, uh, who does the Right Man for the Job uh, podcast, has been celebrating October. Uh, much like John Yerkeba is doing his October um, awesome uh, artwork, which if you haven't seen, please go because he's got each of the Ghostbusters fighting uh, a classic, uh, well, I mean, not even classic, like iconic monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, Hashtag October. October. Um, but Ross May has been posting a whole lot of, of really fun uh, trivia, anecdotal kind of stuff. Because if you listen to Right Man for the Job, it's kind of his... Um, oral history of Ivan Reitman's films and uh, how they came to be, how they were, were produced, how they were received. Um, and Ross, uh, I think I think he he struck a chord with you, Chris. He did a little bit of math uh, on Egon's Twinkie ratios, and this this reminded me, and I think it reminded you too, of when you were trying mm-hmm. to figure out uh, the Statue of Liberty height. Uh, and if to the, the depth water of level would be River. <laughs> what we're seeing in the Hudson River. Um, so he points uh, out yeah. uh, quite quite a, a discrepancy here that Egon Spangler is is a little wrong in his math in saying that the Twinkie would be thirty five feet long and weigh approximately six hundred pounds. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, I, I pulled it up. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Maybe I can uh, in in the video here, Ross. If I'll get your permission, maybe I can post what you have here in terms of your math because I don't want to try to misrepresent it. But. Uh, the the length and size of a Twinkie doesn't add up. Like if if the Twinkie is thirty five feet long, um, there's there's no possible way f- for it to be six hundred pounds um, by mass. Um, so thirty five feet by the proportionate yeah. height and weight and by mass, it just doesn't doesn't add up. So. Um, <laughs> He's, he starts with, with one Twinkie is about 1.4 ounces or 40 grams and it's four inches long or about 10 centimeters. Yeah. So if you then blow that up to 105 uh, times the size of a Twinkie, uh, by mass, you're looking at like 6,800 times the size of a Twinkie. Uh, and then by, you know, height and width, you're looking at about 1 million, one hundred and fifty-seven thousand six hundred and twenty-five times the size of a Twinkie. <laughs> so, okay, so how many how many grams in a Twinkie? Uh, you got forty grams in one Twinkie. <sighs> forty grams. Let's say it's four inches long. So three Twinkies to a foot. So three times 
and he says it was 35 feet long. 20, 35, 35 okay, feet so long. 35 times 3 equals, so a hundred and a factor of 105, and you said it was how many grams? Uh, 40, 40 grams. So times, uh, so grams. Now, while you're, while you're doing the math, I will say my, my counter-argument to Ross, and I wanted to save it for the podcast here, is <laughs> e- Egon's whole point is that this is a, 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 a very a dense, very heavy uh, amount of energy compacted into one tiny space. So the island of Manhattan being the Twinkie, uh, the amount of energy being inside the island of Manhattan is overwhelmingly large. And that's, I think, that's what true. he's trying to get toward. Um, and so yeah. in Harold Ramis, you know, speak, that's probably what he was trying to show in terms of a ratio. He probably wasn't doing the actual math like we are because Harold Ramis was too busy writing the jokes and figuring out that the <laughs> plot holes and tying this to this scene is what needed to happen. Um, so he's measuring, he's okay. No. Oh God. I'm with Ross on this. <laughs> I, so, no, I, we're both with Ross. We're always with Ross. Man. One Twinkie. I want so that to what be clear. Egon has done is he's made one Twinkie normal background PKE radiation. Normal. That is the baseline is yeah. one Twinkie. One Twinkie. It is so out of control that it is, what did I say it was? Three times 35. So three times 35. It is 105 Twinkies long, but it is a, it is a volume thing. So it is one, so 35 feet yeah, so 40 grams, which is... If I had See, more energy, I'd be doing, like, the beautiful mind, like, graphics here. Three times, this. 35 equals, yeah, so 105 times, which is 0. 0.04 kilograms equals... So 4.2 kilograms. Uh, yeah. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, that's... A 35-foot-long... Uh, Twinkie sized up 4.2 kilograms is what 10 ish pounds? I can't do the conversion in my head right now. It's late, and they got the metric 4.2 kilograms. Oh, I know what a quarter pounder is. It's our second Pulp Fiction reference for the that's right. Um, not lobs, Google. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) 9.25 pounds, nine and a quarter pounds. Yeah, and I mean, they're light and fluffy, but. Uh, that I don't seemed, know. There's there's something off with my math. I'm gonna have to go back through his again. So I mean, take a look at it. Go to Ross May's Twitter account, um, and he did post up a, a fun bonus episode um, of his Right Man for the Job for October. Mm. Um, and Which if, you is, ha- um, if you haven't listened, to, it's uh, heavy metal, heavy metal, and it's Michael C. Mm. Gross. Um, but it, his his podcasts are fantastic. He does a whole lot of research and and really does some great in depth work. Um, so yeah, it's a keeper. The check, series check is a out. real keeper. Um, so, uh, what else is going on in the world right now? Chris, nothing really. It's just really quiet. Nothing, <laughs> nothing's happening. Not super quiet. Uh, poor Rick Moranis had a bad morning. Um, I, yeah, I was, I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about it, but poor Rick Moranis. It's everywhere. Um, I mean, we should at least address it. Cause again, for four days in a row, my Google uh, alert for Ghostbusters was just yeah. Rick Moranis got punched in the head. So, so poor, poor Rick Moranis is in New York city, uh, seven o'clock in the morning. He's walking through central park West as, as many people have pointed out, not too far from 55 central park West. Um, and 
I mean, not too far, but in Manhattan terms, it's quite a distance. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so poor Rick is, is, uh, assaulted by somebody just randomly. It was, it was a guy, uh, just walking by as it, as it appears did not, did not mug him, was just walking by and decided to, to hurt poor Rick. Um, probably just one of those things where the guy was not well or, or, um, you know, might, might not have all been there. And so, but at any rate, Rick, Rick is okay. He went to the hospital, um, uh, bruised, uh, hip and ribs. And I believe he, he did get a little bit of, of, um, head trauma, but nothing serious and, uh, is recovering. And they're still looking for the guy. They're looking for the person who, who, um, attacked him. And so very clear pictures. I mean, mask aside, very clear pictures. Very clear of who pictures. Assaulted the, him. the first video that they released, you couldn't really tell. It was just a guy in an I, I heart NY, uh, shirt and you couldn't really tell who he was, but they did catch him, either getting off or, or getting onto the subway before or after. And there's a great, you know, high res photo of him that you can, can see him. So yeah. Pro tip, uh, uh kids in a, a CC, uh, television monitored world. Uh, d- don't wear a hoodie with something super easy to follow. Yeah. On Cause yeah. they just, they literally just followed the guy through cameras until they got like a super HD, uh, so, uh, high res look at him. Yeah, I mean, and and to to the people that are listening to or watching this podcast, as it may be on the YouTube channel, um, it, you probably have already seen this photo. You probably may or may not have information about it, but I would encourage you to share that information. Let's perpetuate that so that everybody can get a look at him, and maybe somebody, you know, at that point in time, you know, uh, on Thursday morning, saw this guy in the subway and he acted kind of crazy and he did something else, um, and so they have some more information as to who he was, where he came from. And, and can track him down. Um, the good news I will say is, um, if they do not track this guy down, Rick is okay. Rick's he fine. is recovering. Um, and it will not, you know, that I, I think this would be a lot more urgent if, you know, some, something terrible happened to Rick or if something was stolen from Rick or, uh, it, it seems like, you know, it was just one of those weird, New York city run-ins that are, yeah. I, I, I don't think the guy had any idea that that was Rick Moranis. I think it was just like wrong place, wrong time, which is terrible for an agoraphobic. I will point that out. The poor Rick doesn't, doesn't want to be in the outside world dealing with people. And this is probably not going to help that cause uh, at any rate. No, but amazing round of applause that not only did he pick himself up, but then he walked himself to the police station to report it. So yeah, that's for, true. That's very true. Um, uh, um, yeah. and, and people have pointed out, well, what was Rick doing in New York? Um, and then lives there. he lives there. Yeah. That's the thing is, it's uh, pretty easy. It, I think we just automatically assume that he, he lives, uh, in Toronto or, or, you know, somewhere across the border North, but, uh, he has, he has lived upstate now for quite some time, right? Uh, well, upstate, but I think even earlier he was in Manhattan for the he, longest yeah, time. He had like an apartment. Cause I think in, in your interview with him, he mentioned like he'll go take meetings or something. Um, yeah. But at the uh, time I talked to him, he was living in Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that was um, it. Um, so yeah. So and he's not there filming Ghostbusters. Everybody's like, oh, maybe they're filming Ghostbusters on the Sony lot. Well, poor Rick <sighs> was just attacked in New York City. I don't think that the next day he's in LA shooting something on the Sony lot. Every time so. something comes up to, they put a picture of him out, and he's. Um, I think the last one was a few years ago, and again it was looking out some New York 
window, like looking at a, a building at something below. So yeah, I want to say that was like a Vanity Fair article or it was, it was a magazine yeah. article where he talked yeah. about why he left Hollywood and, and, um, but I suspect he still lives somewhere in the, uh, in the Manhattan yeah. area or at least maintains a, a house in the Manhattan area. I will say, if you, if maybe you, not for much longer. No, but, he uh, may be he may be on his way to Wyoming or someplace in the middle of nowhere. Um, but I, I will say, if you ever want to rally people around a cause, you do not mess with Rick Moranis. With Rick Moranis, because no. the 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 Chris Evanses, the Ryan Reynoldses, oh. uh, anybody and everybody was. You you attacked Rick Moranis, national yeah. treasure. Two uh, two national treasures of yeah. Rick Moranis. Uh, no, you picked the wrong person to mess with. I even saw the um, oh geez, it's the it's not the Onion, but it is the equivalent. Um, and the headline was like uh, Trudeau rallies troops to American border in response to Moranis attack or something like was that. It, like, uh, the it was it Beaverton? It was Beaverton. Yes, thank you. Yeah, My okay. goodness, I'm tired. Um, but uh, so yeah, poor poor Rick is okay and and doing okay. And no, he is not probably filming anything for Ghostbusters at this point. I think he's made it clear he's he's done. And Jason yep. Reitman and everybody has made it clear like he's not in the movie. So um, don't don't get your hopes up, guys. Well, I mean, he is coming out and working on other stuff. I still seem to think the non cynical version. Yes, I am sketching out a. I was gonna say, are you still doing Twinkie? Math? Yes, I think you're, you're still doing the math. Here. You're still doing math. <laughs> this is the um, beauty of doing video now. Is I can see what you're doing, Chris see Stewart. What I'm doing before why we could like, Well, I was I was doing something while you were talking, Troy. But why does, now why it's like Chris, I can see what you're doing. Why does Chris sound so distracted? Oh, I understand now. Um, non cynically, I think you're. I like to believe that everybody has their price, uh, meaning not how much money it takes to get Rick to uh, be in the movie, but rather, you know, how much what intrigues him he, what, what makes intrigues him, him yeah. and a little bit of um uh doing right by something that he feels passionate about so you know maybe if there's a yeah uh I, I don't know what uh ryan reynolds blackmailed him with frankly to for the mint mobile but um i think that was strictly money that was a national television spot um <laughs> rick rick probably had to do like 20 minutes worth of work rick just That's show true. up in a mint field yeah, uh, ad lib with Ryan for ten seconds and uh, see the uh, coordinator on your way out for your check. Like <laughs> that. If I'm Rick Moranis, I can't turn that down. That's <laughs> no, it's amazing. Not at all. Um, but uh, all right, so yeah, so Rick's Rick's attacker in New York City that we do need to get into. Um, but other than that, uh, I I do want to just do one quick follow up before we we wrap things up here on our. Uh, Spangler Neutrona wand uh, chat because we did get a really good response from that from everybody uh, who either has one uh, wants to get one and, and still can't find one or we did hear from a couple of people who did have the problem that I think I'm, I may have mentioned either in my video or, or in, in the, the conversation we had together but at any rate there there are some problems with the electronics um, and if you are experiencing any difficulties uh, it's imperative that if you if you want to have that remedied, if you want to send it back and get another one, if you want to have your money refunded, um, you do need to let Hasbro know right away. So if you switch into slime mode and the, the barrel isn't turning green or, or if it's acting all funny and it's getting stuck in one mode or if, if anything is wrong with your thrower whatsoever, uh, reach out to Hasbro because they're, 
they're at the point where they can't do returns because of the pandemic and they can't do uh, refunds after a certain amount of time. So if you reach out to them, tell them what the problem is, they will find a way to, to remedy it. Um, and then I think uh, someone on our Instagram actually mentioned that they reached out to customer service and customer service says, I'm really sorry, we don't have any more in stock to send one back to you. So send it to us, we'll send you a refund um, and you'll have to get it through Big Bad Toy Store, one of the places that yeah, still has somebody, them. Somebody was looking at my video that I posted and pointed out that one of the Clippard stickers that uh, you can uh, see on mine, I, they didn't I have saw it on that. They, didn't ha they were missing a couple of the labels. And, and again, that's something that's easily remedied. Reach out to Hasbro. Um, I, I say this as experience. Uh, as a kid in 1989, writing to uh, Kenner Toys with whatever nonsense I sent to them, and they sent me like uh, replacement uh, stuff for my for my action figures. At one point, I think, in, uh, uh, when the Power of the Force Two Millennium Falcon came out, I was missing um, like one of the missiles or something, uh, and they sent me the whole accessories bag uh, because they were amazing and wonderful people. So. Yeah, if, if you don't have that label, if you don't have it, uh, literally, if you are not happy with what you have, reach out to Hasbro and they'll try to make it right. It sounds like they're they're doing their best to make it right. So, um, and and to everybody who has it and, and is happy and uh, and shares in our joy, uh, congratulations because it's an awesome piece and it's starting to get rarer and rarer. So, um, and I don't think they're going to do a re-release of it. So you may have a rare collectible. Uh, you look to have put your pencil down there, uh, young scholar Stuart. Have, have you come to a conclusion? Yeah, I think the density of the materials much, must change as it gets bigger. It is a sponge. Like I'm double-checking here. 39 grams, 4 inches long. So that math is still correct. 105 Twinkies long. <sighs> So 105 times, yeah, 39 grams is, yeah, that's, so the weight is way too low. So the density must just go up or something. Density. You are my density. You are my density. Uh, I have well, to go look is. at Ross's. Yeah. Well, yes, it's Ross. Let's put it this way. Ross is 100% correct. The math <laughs> doesn't add up. The math doesn't add up. Yeah. Ross is always Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... Stop Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossword. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Now all I want to do is actually buy. You can buy molds to make your own homemade Twinkies, and now I just want to do that. Oh. So, homemade Twinkies. Oh, anyways, sorry. Now I've gone down a Twinkie rabbit hole. Don't mind me. So, uh, well, I feel like this is a, a good way to to close out the episode. Oh, you know the one thing we didn't talk about. I mean, it's not. We can put it here in the closing thoughts. Um, is 
the Ghostbusters social media account, uh, especially uh, their YouTube channel. It, it's very weird that we decided to do a YouTube channel and now they're doing a YouTube channel. I feel like it's like we're the peewee team against the big leaguers. Um, yeah. But uh, they've been posting a lot of really awesome content, including slime recipes and a, um, a, a Stay Puffed pop, I guess is what they called it, or something to that effect, uh, like a chocolate-covered Stay Puffed pop. Recipes, um, archival video. Yeah, tons of video, stuff. Video from old like uh, home video releases that people may or may not have on their side by side special effects uh, comparisons uh, shots shots without the special effects in them uh, just yes. so you can see what they looked like raw um, so yeah check check that out and especially the slime recipe it's um, you don't you don't need all of the chemicals that they use on set it's a, a very easy slime recipe that you can do at home during the stay it is home. it is essentially um yeah, it's the one that's been popular with kids for the last three plus years or whatever. Yeah. It's a uh, blue and borax and some food coloring or whatever it is. I got excited because they were like, "Make slime just like in the movie," and I was like, "Yes, tell us your methyl cellulose <laughs> secrets." It's a trade Nothing secret. Like that. No. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So check that out. That's on their YouTube channel. Just search for Ghostbusters, and it's the first thing that pops up now. Um, but what, what do you got in terms of final thoughts for this episode? Short, short and sweet episode, Chris. <laughs> Nothing really. Um, it's it's. Let's see. We're recording October seventh. I know a lot of people are doing their thirty-one days of Halloween, where they like watch something every day. Yep. I don't have time for that. <laughs> but I. Um, I uh, made a point uh, there just the other night of watching Below. Do you remember Below at all? I no, not really. I mean, I know of Below, but I, I don't. What remember. was the director's name? Tui, the guy who did Pitch Black. Yeah. Um, do Anyways, um, it's U Uve. Um, was it Uve? Hmm? No, it wasn't Uve. Never mind. No, it's it's Tui. It's I yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pronounced Tui as yeah. far as I can tell. But I'm thinking I'm thinking of the guy that did like those bad. Don't, yeah. Never mind. I was thinking oh, of Uwe uh, Boll. Don't worry about Uwe that. Uwe like, No. No, nothing like he that. He didn't do Pitch Black. Um, yeah, it's a... It's a... How do I put it? It's a World War II submarine ghost story. Hmm. It starts out... And it feels a lot like a... You know, a, 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 a World War II thriller. But, yeah, it, it gets creepy real fast. And uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, like a... As yet, not... Uh, not done the hung uh, the hangover and all that uh zach alfanakis is in it like oh, really? <laughs> yeah filmed in england so it's a one half american actors it's it's like one half the cast of uh at that time anything what's his name was making um lock stock and two so two smoking oh, barrels guy ritchie yeah guy ritchie so yeah. one half is his uh, gang <laughs> one half american um yeah and then zach alfanakis in the middle of it on a it, and uh, it would take some some liberties. They do they do a little um, they do a little uh, put on your scuba gear and go outside the sub, which is like no, <laughs> looks all right. Speaking of density, yeah, yeah, but it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it is a fun, creepy little ghost thriller. Um, yeah, a, a comet has really it. kicked it into full gear with their uh, you know Vince, Vincent Price athons. Uh, cheesy 80s movies the thons yeah comet tv yeah. is a good place to check that out but um comet tv i'm sure yeah. if you have me tv keep an eye on sven because i'm pretty sure yep. his stuff in october must get pretty madcap um yeah yeah i have no real final thoughts other than it's halloween come on let's halloween up let's in this it. place yeah um, um 
And your, your episode will be coming soon, uh, in the next couple of weeks, actually, here. In other words. Which, the which one? Your, your Halloween oh, yes. uh, spectacular. Yeah. The WGBI for this yeah. year is uh, coming up soon. Uh, yeah. I have no there real final thoughts. Um, I, I will say, if you're watching us on the YouTube channel, um, and I think I've, I've tried to disclaim uh, that this is not going to be a regular Thing. We're not going to do the video with the podcast every single time. Um, particularly, I think it's it's really going to be only for things where we have to do the visuals, where like we're doing our Eagle Moss building um, episodes, or yeah. like like the the Spangler Thrower episode where we have something that we're taking a look at. Um, but uh, yeah, this was testing out my new camera. Yeah, yeah. So we're just trying to we're trying to walk before we can run here. So uh, if if the next episode is not in video. Please hammer, don't hurt us. Um, but, yeah. uh, don't hold, don't hold it to Troy. He's tired. Yeah, I'm very tired. We're all very tired. Everybody's very tired. Um, but uh, yeah, so again, thanks for all of the the kind words of support, especially while we try new things and see what we can't do. And uh, yeah, we, we certainly always appreciate that. But um, all right, well, uh, until next week, everybody. We'll see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so cool.